Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, this is Coach Freddie. I'm here talking with Tom with the Industrial Hemp Research Foundation. How are you doing, Tom? I'm doing just fine, Coach. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. Can you explain to our audience what your foundation is for and why you started it? Sure thing. Uh, so we're a 501c3 nonprofit, which means we're a nonpartisan, non-lobbying group dedicated to supporting university-based research and general education initiatives that are applicable to the hemp industry. And I didn't start the foundation, but I, I am the executive director. Uh, David Bush and Paul Isom started the foundation in 2014 because they recognized that universities played a critical role in facilitating the development of the hemp industry. Um, but as many folks have found out, it can be rather difficult to navigate the university system, uh, anywhere from dealing with administrators to crafting individual projects. And uh, on the back end, of course, you, you can't conduct research without funding. So we, we do have a independent fund uh, that can support uh, various research projects, and it all is dependent on other um, actors that are participating in the project and or the uh, uh, the program itself. Is it a grant? Is it a project-specific donation with no state or federal funding available? Is there a private uh, funder involved in the project as well? And we, you know, manage the project development all the way uh, from a university uh, inclusion where we help them set up their hemp pilot program all the way to individual project uh, development and publications. Uh, so that's kind of the 10,000-foot view uh, of the foundation. What questions do you have for me? Do you help the universities uh, get funding? Yes. that That is, uh, you know, once the regulatory program for a hemp pilot program is set up, we go out there and solicit funding either uh, directly through our own uh, supplemental funding engine, which is a part of our member uh, orientation, or we identify uh, companies that have matured to the point where they would be interested in including, you know, their own uh, IP or finished products into a research program. And typically, if a company's pro or, uh, proprietary information or products is involved, we have an expectation that they're going to provide funding uh, in part or in full for the project. Okay, well, that sounds great. Um, so a lot has happened in this last year, mm -hmm. 2016, and I know a lot of changes have gone through in just about every uh, facet of the industrial hemp. Uh, what has changed and what has come about in your organization? Well, and, and I, you know, I think we made some great strides in 2016. Um, we've now finished uh, what we call our intake forms that allow us to engage with any university that has a 7606 compliant 
program in place and help them fill the gaps on what will make their program uh, more attractive for public-private partnerships. And of course, uh, with California coming online, we're taking um, a big step forward and taking the expertise that we honed here in Colorado and making those opportunities available to universities uh, across the United States. I wouldn't say we have a 50-state strategy, but we have to be mindful of what states are poised to support hemp-related research and what states need assistance getting their, their programs to be more viable. Uh, you know, I think uh, the commercial side of the hemp industry here in Colorado is very robust, as everyone knows, but the uh, public-private partnership opportunities still n need some, some work, and we're there to facilitate those interactions um, as, as to the best of our ability. Other states that we're looking at include Nevada, California, because uh, everyone's looking at California, uh, Michigan, uh, Puerto Rico, and Vermont as of right now, and I think over the next nine months we'll be looking at Maine, uh, Washington State, as well as Oregon, and I'm hoping that we'll see some traction in North Carolina. I think their registration program make, makes them poised to um, work hand-in-hand -hand with, with the state colleges, especially NC State. And we're really hoping that, that we'll make a big impact in North Carolina over the next com coming months. Okay, great. Can you let us know uh, what the future is that you see, especially in 2017? Great. Uh, well, I think... You know, the nutraceutical research opportunities will be, continue to become very important. Um, a number of states have come out and said that they're willing to allow state institutions of higher education to conduct hemp source cannabinoid research. And uh, closer to home, some of the things that I'm really excited to see, I'm sure you saw um, uh, an article earlier this week related to an animal feed study uh, using hemp meal. And that will go live uh, sometime in the fall, and we're in the process of seeing how we can be involved in the project. And, you know, I, I think 2017 itself will be a big year for dual-purpose applications of hemp. We're, we're finally seeing um, the level of investment required to see seed and or fiber operations become viable in the U.S. And, you know, I, I've got to tip my hat to the folks um, on the commercial side who are putting... Uh, processing equipment and or essential uh, services in place that will allow uh, the, the seed and fiber market to become more viable in the U.S. Uh, but of course the nutraceuticals you know will be important and I think you know looking into medicinals is a, is a very important part of our job as well as the industry as a whole uh, with, with keeping in mind that the fiber and seed applications uh, really do deserve a, a, a significant amount of study as well. Okay. So I think what comes to, to mind for me is uh, this year in Colorado, apart from the animal feed study, there's a group at CSU Pueblo's Institute of Cannabis Research that will be conducting a phytoremediation study on selenium uptake. And uh, selenium is a non-caustic heavy metal, but it interferes with ag commodities in the southern part of the state. And if we can see this project, you know, go through various stages of development, we could really see some value-added ag uh, in southwest uh, Colorado in particular, because they have uh, issues with various levels of toxicity in that neck of the woods. Um, we're keeping a close eye on the seed certification program in California. 
and and seeing what what can be done. Uh, there, there's certainly a robust ag program uh, for other commodities in California, but how quickly can hemp ramp up is, is a big question for us. Um, and then North Dakota State seems to be doing some really interesting work on fiber applications, and I think in the third quarter of this year we'll see some rollout on those projects, and I encourage your viewers to keep a lookout for that as well. Okay, great. great. So um, is there anything else who you would like to add? Uh, personally, your your personal uh, dreams and desires. Sure, and you know I, I think it's worth saying um, that the foundation is a member based organization, and all of our members can rest assured that their support directly impacts our ability to support research. Um, I think the foundation was truly formed to provide a supplemental funding arm uh, to the hemp industry for research purposes, and now. Uh, with uh, USDA's NEFA program allowing for hemp applications, we're you know setting uh, or earmarking a portion of our funding to support grant applications that that are uh, seeking funding either from state and or federal sources. And this this is a very important step forward that the federal government is allowing for hemp programs to become more viable by supporting them financially. But a big uh, Caveat to that is recognizing that most grant applications require supplemental funding from uh, private sources such as the foundation. And, you know, if, and I'd also like to put a plug in, if you have a great research idea or you, you have, or you're seeking uh, more information on a particular um, area of interest, please feel free to reach out uh, to the foundation. We do our very best to facilitate all sorts of interactions. Uh, related to the hemp industry with with a research component in mind uh, and that that's my my little tidbit what do you have any more questions for me uh, yeah how can people get a hold of the foundation and you yeah sure uh, so the easiest way is to look us up online and our website is www.theihrfoundation.com and in there, you can drop us a, an introductory email, and I'm always available uh, through the website. There's actually a direct link to send an email to me as well, and I'm happy to entertain any sorts of questions, comments, concerns uh, related to hemp research that you might have. And, you know, I, I think it's worth closing with, you know, everyone talks about the value of research, but I, there are few and far between uh, groups that are actually promoting public-private partnerships. And ultimately, where would the hemp industry be without research? Uh, and a lot of it has to occur in the private space up until a number of years ago for federal finance reasons, the whole nine yards. But now we have the opportunity to get the university system on our side, and I would really encourage uh, your listeners to see the value in working with a with the economic drivers uh, of our of our country in a big way because they have clout with political officials, local consumers, you name it. They're one of the most trusted institutions in this country, and uh, I truly believe that they could be our biggest supporters uh, for greater hemp development in this country in the long run. Um, and then thank you so much for this opportunity. I really appreciate you taking the time to meet with me today. Well, Tom, thank you very much, and I know this is going to be a great. Uh, uh, episode for us. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot for the opportunity and uh, best of luck with all of your travels in and around Elkwa. I'm excited to see you at the trade show this weekend.
And I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure that you subscribe to the IHAMP Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on facebook.com forward slash IHAMPREVOLUTION. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them. And thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.